Speaker. You are listening to the Ignorance Conscience Podcast, a station dedicated to sharing the stories behind the stats and strive to change the world one truth at a time. My name is October, and every Friday we create an open space to talk about everyday social justice issues like race, gender, sexuality, ethnicity, disability, etka, etka, etka. <laughs> we focus on telling our truth about these issues and on how we as a people and a collective can solve them. After the episode, the conversation continues over on the Conscious Thinkers Facebook group that will be linked in the show notes down below. Join a group dedicated to acting justly, living consciously, and loving always. I can't wait to see you there and to hear more about your conscious journey and your thoughts on what you heard in the podcast today. No one can silence you but you, so be conscious and rise up. Let's get started. who do I think I am (laughs) but really you guys tell me what you guys think of the new music and the new intro in our Facebook group um, so I can get your reactions Um, but other than that let me stop flexing on my editing skills (laughs) my very basic one-on-one intro editing skills and jump into the show for today I am so excited about our guest it's the lovely and wonderful Kate from the original Happy Hippie, who's talking to us all about Sustainability 101. She was awesome. She came on and talked about her awesome, sustainable, off-the-grid lifestyle and gave us some awesome tips and tricks for newbies who want to get started in sustainability, as well as debunking some of the myths that people have about sustainability that keep them from starting. I hope you enjoyed it. I loved talking to you, Kate. Thanks again for coming on. And let's just dive right into her wisdom. Hey, Kate. I'm so excited that I was able to meet with you and talk with you today. Me too. Do you mind introducing who you are and what you do to our listeners? Absolutely. So I'm Kate Rasden, and I live in rural Iowa. I have a little business called Happy Hippie Design Company, and my... I guess my, my deal is sustainability and moving myself and my family um, towards our sustainability goals and helping others who are interested in doing the same. Awesome. And how did you get into this journey towards sustainability? Honestly, I'm 32 and I feel like I've always been on this journey. So um, <laughs> my family farms three generations back. So I've grown up with that mentality of working the land and working with animals. And my mom always had a garden and we were canning and we had fruit growing up. And so I always remember, you know, going to the basement to get our canned goods instead of to the pantry, like a lot of people did. And always having, you know, meat in the freezer that we knew where it came from. So that's kind of been ingrained in, I guess, my life. And then once I got out, on my own, so to speak. Okay, well, let's be real. I've never really been on my own. So when I got out of college and moved in with my husband, (laughs) like now we wanted to, you know, kind of start our lives. And so we were looking for, you know, somewhere to live that wasn't, you know, with our parents. And um, we found it's kind of hard to find places that met our list. Now, I didn't have a whole lot of a list. I wanted to be able to plant a garden. Mm -hmm. And 
I wanted my husband to agree with a KitchenAid mixer with a bread hook for, you know, X dollars that we were kids and didn't have. <laughs> so that was kind of part of, you know, it's just always been something in the back of my mind and never really realized it was a whole lifestyle until I've gotten older. So we settled um, a few years later on a three and a half acre property, kind of in the middle of nowhere with not a whole lot of neighbors mm -hmm. and had more space. So we got chickens and ducks. I'm working on getting milking goats. We planted a garden. We planted a grove with a bunch of fruit, outdoor living, clothesline. We installed solar. We do rainwater collection. So kind of that getting that property for us was the tipping point of, okay, we can do that. Like, this is going to be a thing, you know? And then as that was all going on kind of outside, I was working inside on being more green. Yeah. Never really used a lot of chemicals or anything when I clean or anything like that, but just little things like not using napkins, using reusable. Right now I have a paper-free kitchen, so I use beeswax wraps, bowl covers, cocktail naps, all those things that we have are reusable. And that is kind of where the business came in, that people started seeing these things and saying, oh my gosh, those are adorable, or oh my goodness, where did you get those? And of course, I made them. <laughs> I guess that's, long story short, that's kind of how it happened. <laughs> Awesome. That's so cool that it was something that was kind of like parented into you. I think that's awesome. And it makes the transition a lot easier if you're already used to doing it. Yes. So that has been, I mean, obviously we did the food and the things like that growing up, but the, some of the other things have been like, well, I'm already this far. I might as well try the paper free and, you know, some of those other things. Yeah. It's super awesome. <laughs> and what would you say your definition of sustainable lifestyle is? Because I think people do get confused about that, all the different like eco-friendly lingo. Like what does it mean to you anyway to be sustainable? So in short, it's a pretty broad definition. Anybody that's attempting to do things to better the environment and the resources. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be an all or none crazy thing, just yeah. being conscious of, you know, what you're using, what you're buying and otherwise. Now, for me personally, that I think is quite a bit different than um, some folks are used to. So for us in my house is um, we're actually going to be off grid within the next three years. Right now we're 85% solar. And then I think I'll feel like I'm, I'm sustainable when I get my grocery budget down to about 50 bucks a month mm. by producing all of the rest, basically. Okay, that's awesome. And, and that's part of your business as well, right? Helping people make those sustainable goals for themselves? Yes. People get scared, quite frankly, because it's kind of a newer term and people see people, you know, living in tiny houses, living off grid and making these you know, lifestyle changes that are 180s. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be that. It can be little steps that you don't even think of. Like, it's going to probably sound ridiculous, but there are reusable ice cubes. There are these cute little blocks that you put in your freezer and then you put them in your drink and they don't melt. And then when you're done with them, you put them back in the freezer and you can reuse them. So you're not quote unquote wasting water when you do things like that. And there are all these little things that if you've not looked at it or you're just thinking about it, 
that it's easy for somebody who's there and been there Mm -hmm. to guide you and give you ideas. And none of those things are things that I sell. That's just a, this is something that I'm all in on. I think it's important. So I love to help people kind of think about those things in a different way. Awesome. And is there like a certain way that you walk people through when it comes to like making their goals, any tips you can give to listeners on how to make those goals and start reaching for them? Um, I always think to start small. So I talk about kind of where you are currently and what intrigues you about starting your own journey. Mm -hmm. And based on the things that kind of come up in those conversations, I can pinpoint some easily integrated ideas for things you can just make little switches. So it can be a gradual kind of immersion, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, And if there are people that want to jump in 180, their whole thing, I can look into getting there with you as well and recommend some folks that work in your area that do specifics. And I think that's kind of my favorite part is finding out what parts of the journey people are interested in. Easy, easy things that anyone can do. Your Starbucks fans, if you have a reusable cup, you get a 10 cent discount every time you refill it. Things as easy as taking reusable bags to the store and taking your own containers to restaurants if you eat out a lot. Yeah. Um, And those are just some really easy things that some people don't really think about. So those are kind of easy ways to start. It's not scary. It's not hard. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing. And I know that you were talking earlier about how a lot of people think that sustainability and switching over has to be like a complete 180. Are there any other misconceptions that people have about sustainability that might stop them from starting the transition that you want to debunk? Sometimes when you think of, you know, you see the whole tiny house craziness that, you know, is like so different from so many of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, the cost when you start thinking about, oh my goodness, if I have to buy all new X or do Y, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be about that. I mean, if you have things that you can reuse, reuse them. I mean, you don't need to get rid of everything plastic in your house and buy bamboo or wood or whatever. Just continue using the useful life of the things that you already possess. I think is number one, don't feel like you need to get rid of a whole bunch of things or, you know, buy all new of anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I guess not everyone needs to go solar or get a wind generation thing. I mean, those are, those are far off for a lot of folks, especially people that live in the city. So that giant expense and things like that don't have to be your goal. Um, some simple stuff too, like, and I forgot to mention this before. So they have portable clotheslines. So instead of running your washer and dryer, your dryer, you can just toss your like towels and stuff on these cute little portable clotheslines and mm-hmm. they can be like hung from your balcony. Um, you don't need all of this space to be sustainable either. I mean, I love that I can be and that I can have all these animals and things, but there's a whole facet of urban sustainability. So Mm. the space is also not required. Awesome. Thank you so much.
And then lastly, I know you've given a lot of, before we jump into our bonus round, I know you've given a lot of tips already about um, simple ways that people can start making that transition, but are there any more that you want to share? I have a list, let me tell you. I'll hit the high, I'll hit the high points. I could talk about this for a really long time. <laughs> um, reusable cups are mm -hmm. like a dime a dozen. I keep one in my office. I keep one in my car just because I don't ever really know where I'm going to go at any point. So I like to just have them handy. And then I'm never like, oh, I don't have one with me. So consider that portable clothesline is the coolest thing. We camp a lot and mm -hmm. we use it when we're camping, but it's perfect for balconies, porches, and doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, buying things in bulk is a great option. So if it's something you're going to buy and you're going to continue to use, buying in bulk will save on the packaging and there will be less waste involved. So definitely consider that. This might be a little bit out there for some of you all, but seriously consider cloth diapering your kiddos. <laughs> it is not the back in the day with these crazy, you have to fold them yourself and stick your kid with pins accidentally. And it's not that anymore. Don't be afraid of it. I cloth diapered my daughter. Um, she's five now, but it was a great choice for us. I would be more than happy to talk anyone through it that's interested, but don't discount that right away. Even things like reusable K-cups. So if there's Keurig folks, uh, the little Mr. Coffee portables, you can get reusable K-cups where you just refill them mm -hmm. and that cuts down on a lot of waste too. Absolutely. And since you brought up, uh, I, I lied, I have like two more questions because you brought up some interesting things <laughs> that I now want to ask about. But the first one is about, you're talking about camping. Is there any tips for sustainable travel that you have? Because I know I get a little scared because I'm military and I have family all over the place. And I get so scared about what I'm wasting while I travel. And I didn't know if you have any tips for that. That is, for me, the hardest part, because I do travel for my nine to five. Yeah. Um, I made my own Ziploc bag to put my liquids in. Mm -hmm. um, clearly, that's probably not for everyone, <laughs> for everybody, <laughs> but they do have reusable ones, and you can check them out online. I'm, they're on Amazon, I know, and there's a couple other places you can look online. So when you do fly and you need to put your liquids in the bag and all that, there are specific reusable zip bags for that. Mm -hmm. um, instead of buying the travel size, like soaps and um, lotions and shampoos and things like that, um, I got reusable bottles and I refill them. So that's kind of back to the buying in bulk. So you buy your normal and you just fill them up when you need to go instead of buying a new package with um, all the plastic wraps and everything that come with it. Mm -hmm. So definitely consider refilling your own. And then I always take, they look at me crazy when I go through security because I keep like three separate empty bottles in my luggage. <laughs> so I always refill um, when I'm on the go. I don't have to buy bottled water or whatever I need to make whatever drinks I'm shaking up or things like that because that's the hardest part is being without my normal, you know, refillable stuff. So mm. I just empty them out and carry them in my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then I wanted to ask about, 
Um, this is probably a personal question, so if you don't feel like answering, that's perfectly fine. But you're talking about cloth diapers, and it made me think about reusable period products, and I didn't know if you had tried any out or what your views were on those. I personally don't have to deal with that in my life, so I don't personally have any stories, but I do have two friends that use the silicone cup mm -hmm. that love it. And I mean, wish they would have had it 20 years ago. Love it. Okay. Um, and then I have another friend that does the washable sanitary pads. Mm -hmm. um, there are tons of them available. She recommends the dark colored ones for obvious reasons, but there are multiple colors that you can get, but make that choice when you are looking at them. But they absolutely love them. All I have to go on is their recommendation, but so far in my circle, it's the um, silicone cups are the winner. Okay, thank you. Yep. All right, so then jumping into our bonus round, I want, I was to tell guests this, but the questions are vague and they are, they can be a little difficult, but just go with your gut and say what first comes to mind. Okay. All right, so the first question is, when was your Adichie moment? And that's the moment when you realize you could contribute back positively to the world. The first time I ever posted on social media, these, I call them unpaper towels. So they snap onto a roll and you just peel them off and use them just as you would a normal paper towel. So I put that online, and this is b way before I even considered having it as a business. Mm -hmm. um, and I had tons of people ask, like, where can I get these? Where did you buy these? Did you sell these? And there was so much interest in them. Mm -hmm. It was kind of this light bulb moment for me, like, huh, should probably not forget about this. <laughs> um, and here we are a handful of years later. Um, I never forgot about it. It's always been back in the back of my mind, but I think that was it, honestly. Awesome. That's an amazing story. I think social media can be like, it's like an awesome double-edged sword where it's really helpful and it's really hurtful, but it's awesome. Yes. That, yeah. It's awesome that people got interest in sustainability just from you posting about what you were doing. Yes. The second question is, what do you think our greatest social justice issue is as a society? Ooh. Um, and not to give like the most vague answer in all of the world, <laughs> but equality. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a daughter and I am, obviously I'm a working female and I have a side gig and I have all these dreams and I see, you know, life unfolding around us and I see how that impacts little ones, boys and girls. And I think that's it. Absolutely. And then the third question, of course, the point of ignorance conscience is to be conscious of your own ignorance. So I always ask, is there something that you could learn an ignorance that you have that you could educate yourself on, whether it be a social justice issue or a marginalized group, or I've even had people say that they wish they understood the opposing side of something that they care about. Is there just some 
something that matters to people that you know you should learn more about? Um, definitely. Um, one of those is actually race relations. Mm -hmm. Um, I am learning a lot about that. That's something that I know about myself. Um, and I live in a very rural area and, um, some of these things that we see in the news are so far-fetched that we just don't know about them. So I've started following, um, quite a few folks online that openly talk about this and encourage people to kind of get out of their own comfort zones when it comes to talking about race in general. And so that is something I am actively working on in my own life. Absolutely, thank you for sharing. And then to flip that question, is there an ignorance that other people have that you work to educate people on? Um, I think, well, sustainability is one of them. Obviously, it's a passion of mine and kind of comes through a whole lot of things that I do. Um, and the other one is, regardless of political affiliation, after the election last time around, there was a lot to be said about the uneducated rural population. Mm -hmm. And that has kind of stuck with me. I am an educated, I would say, without trying to be conceited, highly educated um, individual that lives in rural America on these crazy gravel roads with no neighbors. And I am the opposite of that. And I think there's a stigma that so many people in those situations are, in fact, uneducated, which not so true in that the widest aspect of that. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, of course. Definitely. I think um, that still sticks with a lot of people today, that idea of like location or where you're from in the world or just even in the United States affects the way that people look at your intelligence or even like accents. I hate that when people are like, oh, your accent. Yes. Is <laughs> yeah. It can be so frustrating, especially mm -hmm. with, I mean, so many people move around and there are people that do travel. And I think that that's definitely something that you don't consider, you know, maybe they've seen the whole world and decided this is where they were meant to live forever, you know, and I think that's something that collectively is widespread. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then the last question to finish us off is going to be to shout out someone who has helped you along your own personal conscious journey, and then to shout out yourself so that all our listeners know where to find you. My shout out is going to be my grandma. She was a farmer's wife. She worked, um, she worked in a factory. She worked in all kinds of places that women didn't generally work. Mm -hmm. um, and along with that whole people going out to see the world just because where they're from kind of thing. Um, she, in her late retirement, is legitimately traveling the world. Um, she has been to India. She has been to Russia. She has been all over. And she also taught me how to sew, which is my favorite. Um, so she definitely gets the shout out from me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the original happy hippie. You can find me on Facebook at the Happy Hippie Design Company. 
And if you ever make your way to rural Iowa, you can hit me up and I will show you my sustainable life. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have had this chance and kind of broaden perspectives with your podcast. I've been listening as well. So I do, I do love that. Thank you. It was amazing talking to you. All right, and that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And thank you again to Kate for coming on and expanding our perspectives on sustainability. I know sustainability is one of my 2019 goals just to get better at it. So if that is also your goal, make sure to join our Conscious Thinkers Facebook group. Let us know the small ways that you are starting to become more sustainable and let's all just encourage each other in whatever our 2019 goals are going to be. Once again, I extend the challenge to you guys that if you're already a part of our Facebook group or hopefully you're thinking of joining to make sure that you list what your 2019 ignorance conscience goals are going to be whether they're about race or sexuality or disability or just anything that has to do with enhancing your learning about social justice issues and that does include environmental justice um, so that we can all encourage each other in those goals also make sure you vote in our um, Facebook group about what printable that you want to see for February because there's definitely going to be a challenge surrounding black history and hopefully we can all jump on board and learn more about race relations and black history together. Other than that, if you want to check out more of me, I'm on Instagram at Ignorance Conscience and on Twitter at StayIGConscious. And of course, you can find all of my written work on the blog, www.ignoranceconscience.com. I am praying for your peace, love, and justice until I hopefully can talk to you again. And remember that no one can silence you, but you, so be conscious and rise up. Go get to work. Bye.